0: The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. It has been said, if fish could learn to talk, they would all want to talk like whales. And why not? Since the thing would be impossible anyhow, why shouldn't it be impossible in a big way? Unfortunately, much too often, our reputations depend not on what we do, but on how much noise we make. And if you could teach fish to talk, wouldn't whales make more noise than minnows? Oh, but come, quickly. My husband has disappeared. Disappeared? Where? He was swallowed by a whale. What do you mean, swallowed by a whale? He was swallowed by a whale. A whale? There are no whales around here. Do something. You can't just stand there. Let me look in my book to see what law, if any, has been violated. (laughs) The Biggest Fish in the World was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Joan Shea. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Sometimes you make just one tiny mistake and you're finished. You pay for it forever our friends the whales made that mistake at the very beginning of things instead of electing to come up on dry land they decided to stay in the sea therefore instead of developing arms and legs they stayed with fins and a tail and so they remain to this day prisoners of the ocean they can only swim and swim and swim but they do have a great many friends which is all to the good, because these days you need all the friends you can get, especially if you're a poor, dumb animal. Come to think of it, the same holds true even if you're a rich, smart animal. Bigby. 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 Wake up. Uh, why? Awake. Arise, O oh noble knight. Huh? Or shalt thou sleep forever. Ah, ah, oh, is it Is it dinner time? Dinner time? Well, what time is it, anyhow? Has my watch stopped? Oh, no, by Georgia. Old tab's still ticking away. It'll be 2.30. 2.30, exactly. Barely an hour since we finished lunch. Well, I just uh, uh, grabbed myself 40 more wings. Darling, you promised to take me to the Wonderland this afternoon. Wonderland? What's that? Oh, you know perfectly well. The water wonderland. Oh, oh, where well, they have the fish. Now, darling, why would anyone want to look at fish? Now, you love fish. They're properly prepared, baked, or steamed even boiled. B, you, you sound like a barbarian. Darling, you like to eat fish yourself. But I don't like to talk about it. Now, you must come. I'm to make a speech. It would be nice if you were there. I'll be there in spirit. Oh, well, don't you were long enough, and I'll see you cocktails. But it's a special event for the Cistations. The, uh, what? The Whale Club. Oh, yes. and group. Everyone else's husband will be there, and I'm president. Now, how will it look if my husband... But doesn't? I don't like to go to these places. <laughs> Darling, it's such a special occasion aside from my speech. yes. Uh? You see, we are extending a welcome to Spartacus. Uh-huh. To Spartacus? Yes. He's a whale. Why bother with a whale? He's the latest addition to the Wonderland. What's he going to do there? What do you suppose? What does a whale do? He'll swim. Where? In the... I suppose it's a pool. How did they get him? Oh, dear. Well, he was taken from the sea. You mean kidnapped from his home? It was for his own good? Is that a fact? Bigby, the seas are filled with people who have harpoons, who intend to kill whales. At least Spartacus will be safe in the Wonderland. Won't he be lonesome? Lonesome? The poor chap may have a wife or a lady friend or both. How do you know he wouldn't rather be back out there? I'm sure he'd rather be alive right here at the Wonderland. How do you know? Did you ask him? Oh, for goodness sake, how could we ask him? That's just my point. I am sure, Digby, darling, that we know what's best for Spartacus. Now, darling, be a gallant knight and escort your lady fair to the Wonderland. But I'm so sleepy. Mm. Digby, darling, you are coming to the Wonderland with me. Now. Uh, yes, dear.
1: Isn't it wonderful? Everyone here. Everyone? Everyone who is anyone. Why don't we sit down, darling? It isn't time.
0: Time? We have reserved seats on the platform looking over the pool where Sartica is even now swimming.
1: See? Yes, I see.
0: We have the seat of honor in the very front row. In the front row? I'm the front seat. And you are my distinguished guest. What happens if we fall off? Fall off what? fall off the platform. Oh, how could anyone fall off the platform? Oh, it could happen. Oh, darling, it's such a remote possibility. Obviously, one could fall into the pool. Oh, now, Big D, are there uh, any sharks in the water? Sharks? Well, I shouldn't think so. Do you know that for a fact? I don't. Uh, there's Mr. Uh, who is Mr. Flanding? Oh, uh, he's the featured speaker of the day, uh, Mr. Luther Flanding. Known throughout the world as the whale's greatest friend. Does he associate with whales? Of course not. You know, asking about the sharks. Is he a friend of theirs, too? He's a friend of all living things. Oh, uh, Mr. Clancy. Oh, there you are, my dear, uh, dear Mrs. Faustlin. How do you do? Uh, Mr. Clendry, I may mean, I present my husband? Ah, you are the fortunate fellow who has taken our lovely Agatha to
1: wife. I suppose I did, now that you mention it.
0: <laughs> Luther, my husband has a question to ask you. Oh, please, please, please. please. In that big
1: pool where the whale is
0: swimming. Uh, may I interrupt? You did. Uh, why do you refer to him as the whale? Why? Because, quite simply, that's what he is. A whale. Well, doesn't that strike you as patronizing? i not sure. Well, how can we ever have the proper respect for these creatures if we insist on looking down at them?
1: It's a matter of location and position, Mr. Sensing. We can't very well look up at them now, can we?
0: <laughs> the whale has a name. Now, we should use that name... When we refer to him. What's his name? Darling, you know his name. It's Spartacus. How do I know that's his name? Because that is the name we gave him. Oh, hmm. the name you gave him. But how do you know it's his real name? Were you present at his Christmas? Darling, you did have a question to ask, Mr. cleansing In that pool with the Spartacus, are there any other creatures? Well, why do you ask? Hmm, just curious. Are there any sharks or other predatory, carnivorous, dangerous animals? There is no such thing as a dangerous animal. There isn't? No. There are only careless, thoughtless, provoking human beings.
1: I owe you. Now, Digby,
0: darling, you must admit, Mr. Fleming is absolutely correct. Well, I accept your apology, Mr. uh, Portland. But I didn't apologize. Oh, there's Mrs. Friesleben and Mrs. Excuse me, I must say hello. Uh, how much time before the ceremonies begin, Mr. Porcelain? Be... Oh, just a few I, well, I shall be at my place on time. Never fear, <laughs> never fear. Ladies, a lady. Oh, such a dedicated man.
1: Dedicated? To what?
0: Now, Digby, you mustn't be so cynical. That's <laughs> very Oh, now, really, I wish you would take an active interest in... Well, in something. I'm interested in everything. But you don't do anything. And you? Darling, you don't work. Oh, I work very hard. Indeed, I do. At what? I'm your wife, and you never tell me. I can't tell you. Why? The fact is, I'm not sure what it is I do myself. But you do something. Oh, I'm sure of that. Yes, and we do have money, means you get paid. Yeah. Well, all I'm asking is by whom and for what?
1: It's quite complicated. I speak with various people.
0: On what subject? A multitude of subjects. And then what, what happens? Hopefully, I assist in the solving of a diversity of problems. What sort of problems? I'm not at liberty to divulge that information. But I'm your wife. I never doubted that. You shouldn't keep any of your secrets from me. I agree. Then why can't you tell?
1: Well, these are not my secrets. They belong to other people. Oh. We never did find out there any sharks in the pool, did we?
0: Well, I'm sure everything will be all right.
1: I hope so. Uh,
0: Listen. To what? Um, Actually, To nothing. Stop playing. I'm oh, sorry. I rather like that thing. It's a sound that the meeting is about to begin. We must get to the platform. Oh,
1: not a rickety looking affair, if you ask me. Now stop
0: worrying, Digby. Everything's going to be all right. Here's your seat, Digby. The first row. The uh, first row. Just behind the rail. Oh. You can see Everything. I'll be sitting here next to you after I introduce the speaker, Mr. Flinders. What's that's all. What was that? See? It's Spartacus. Spartacus? Look. Do below. See you. Oh, he's oh, isn't he magnificent. That's Spartacus. Digby, please do not lean over the rail. Spartacus? Of course. Oh, isn't he charming and graceful and beautiful. Have you ever seen such grace, such poetry in motion, have you?
1: Well, I mean,
0: well, not lately. It, it's time for me to start the festivities. Uh, Mr. Leader, uh, may I have a something? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and officers. <laughs> welcome on behalf of the cetaceans. We have gathered here to pay tribute... To one of the finest of the finny denizens of the deep. And to make him feel at home among us. How does Spartacus happen to be here today? Whose wisdom, courage and kindness are responsible for Spartacus's rescue from the dangerous depths? The answer is in the name of one man. One man who is the finest friend the whales have ever had. You all know him. You all love him. You cannot wait to hear him. Listen to him now. Mr. Luther Clemson. how I do? He, he spectacular. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Spartacus and cetaceans everywhere. The kindest, the most noble of all living creatures is represented here today by Spartacus. Think me, you're me too far forward. were this globe inhabited only by the cetaceous creatures of the deep, I ask you, would there be war? Would there be hatred, famine? and I answer no, and do you know why me, you oh, within the heart, inside the soul of this noble animal, there is not a single thought or desire that is malicious me, what are you doing? How unlike man. Is. And therefore, I say... Hold to you, on to the ring. It is only when man and animal... The ring is breaking. I can him. Somebody oh. 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 get him. He's got oh. a loser. him. Oh. 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 I'm oh. down in the water. Somebody get him. He can't oh. swim. Oh. Oh. Please, everyone, oh. do not panic. Everything will be all right. No, stop him. Stop, it Barnigan. Don't do it. Don't do it. He swallowed him! He swallowed him! He, he, he Digby! That whale swallowed my husband! Yes, and with a mighty gulp, the huge whale swallows the unfortunate Digby. And now what? We don't really know. This is just the beginning of things. Well, it's happened before. Didn't the whale swallow Jonah? Didn't Jonah remain inside him for three whole days? Well, we won't make you wait three days for act two. Just a few minutes. One swallow doth not a summer make, said the poet. However, as far as a whale is concerned, one swallow can make a dinner. I don't suppose a gentleman named Digby Porcelain ever pondered this matter at any length or in any depth. Indeed, why would he? However, just a few moments ago, it ceased to be an academic matter and became absolutely real. It seems Mr. Porcelain fell into a tank where a whale named Spartacus was swimming. And Spartacus swallowed him. Big B. Big baby. Somebody do something. Now, Mrs. Portland, we must remain calm. Calm? My husband has been swallowed by that whale, and you Mrs. Portland, I will not have you refer to Spartacus as that whale. But he swallowed Digby. Do something. Somebody do something. Well, we shall. Digby? Digby, can you hear me? Oh, we must get him out of there. Of course. He could make Spartacus deathly ill. What are we going to do? We shall not panic. We shall use reason and common sense in the matter. All oh, right, but, but do something now, oh, of course. Uh, we shall appeal to Spartacus. Appeal yes. to Spartacus? Yes, yes, yes. Certainly. We, we, we shall appeal to reason. But whales cannot. Whales cannot what? Do you realize that whales are the most intelligent creatures on the planet? Well, just then talk to him. Well, I shall. Now, if everyone will be quiet, please. (laughs) Spartacus, it was naughty of you to swallow Mr. Porcelain. Now, uh, uh, just uh, spit uh, your... But uh, regurgit... Well, uh, let him out again. Spartacus, let Mr. Porcelain out and all will be forgiven. (laughs) Spartacus! Tiddy, are you all right? Mr. Planky. Make that whale give up my husband. And must I remind you again, Mrs. Porcelain, do not refer to Spartacus as that whale. Make him give up my husband. Mrs. Poslan, it seems Spartacus doesn't want to. He doesn't want to. <laughs> well, obviously. Well, make him. make him. Make him? You heard me. And run the risk of ruining his psyche. We don't care about his psyche or how. How can you be so unfeeling? I want my husband. Well, no one asked him to fall into the tank. you get my husband out of there, my dear Mrs. Portridge. <laughs> i call the police. Police! <laughs> Officer, my husband has been swallowed up. Uh, what's your husband's name? But does it matter? How well, are we going to find him unless we know his name? But you don't have to find him. I know where he is. Then what's the problem? He's been swallowed by a whale. Uh, leave me, write this down. Uh, swallowed by a whale. The approximate time? It just happened. You say the perpetrator is a whale? Uh, what's the perpetrator's name? Spartacus. Spartacus. Uh, does the perpetrator have any distinguishing characteristics and so forth? The perpetrator is swimming in that tank right in front of your eyes. That's Spontacus? Yes. Now, get my husband out of there immediately. Yeah. Uh, ma'am, uh, you sure your husband's in there? I know he's in there. You, uh, you got any witnesses? There are 5,000 witnesses. Well, we'll have to collect all the names, you know what I mean? And, and... I don't know what you mean, and I don't care. I only know, officer, that my husband is down inside the whale, and you've got to get him out. Well... Even if I'm... you have to shoot that whale... Shoot, spotting it's barbarous. Officer, if you even so much as touch your oh, holster, I will sue the city for one billion dollars. And if you allow my husband to perish, Now, now, everybody just keep calm for a minute. I don't know if I even got the jurisdiction. Now, just wait, huh? Hello, uh, hello, Sarge. Uh, Listen, Sarge, what do I do if a guy gets swallowed by a whale? No, Sarge, it ain't a gag. You know I don't drink. Yeah, at Wonderland. What do you mean, play it by ear? I got both my ears chewed off already.
1: (laughs) The interrupt for a fantastic news headline. A man has just been swallowed by a whale. Yes, this modern-day Jonah is Mr. Digby Porcelain. The modern-day leviathan is a whale named Spartacus, and the scene is at Wonderland Park. More details as soon as they come in.
0: Now, Mrs. Porcelain, I assure you that everything is being taken care of. Except Poor Digby. Mr. Poundby, as Digby's attorney, what are you doing? We are exhausting every legal avenue. What do you mean by exhausting? As soon as we fail in one area, we immediately draw up a brief in another. But why should we fail in any area? Why can't we simply cut the silly thing open and rescue poor Digby? It, uh... It isn't that simple. Why isn't it? Mr. Flensing, the owner of record, has taken out an injunction. Are you telling me that some silly whale is worth more than my husband? Evidently, a great many people think so. Oh, I refuse to believe it. I might suggest that you listen to the news broadcast that's coming on just now.
1: Time for the latest news. And the headline story is about Spartacus and the man he swallowed.
0: Notice, of not only, only does the whale get top Billy is also identified by millions. Whereas poor Digby has been reduced to not the man he swallowed. Whales.
1: So isn't it more important to save Spartacus? I have a special guest, the owner of Spartacus. Mr. Luther Blending. Uh, may I correct you? Uh, please, do not refer to me as the owner of Spartacus. Rather, I am his friend. Uh, Mr. Blending, what is your position?
0: Our unassailable position is that Mr. Porcelain was an alien presence in that tank. But still, you... Uh, m- further, Spartacus was only doing what comes
1: naturally. In what way? Well, Spartacus mistook Mr. Porcelain for the food with which his tank is filled. And therefore swallowed him down. But is it not a fact that whales do not eat large objects? Indeed, they subsist on the most minute of all living matter, plankton.
0: Uh, yes, yes, yes. And that is why Mr. Porcelain presents a serious danger to Spartacus. Indeed, if Spartacus becomes seriously ill, or even perishes as a result, I shall
1: sue Mr. Porcelain's estate. Mm. His estate. Are we to assume then that Mister Porcelain is no longer among the uh, living? What,
0: and, uh, you may assume please, what, have you turn back. What? what are we going to do? Well, we are doing everything in our power. Surely, as my husband's attorney, you should. Mrs. Be Porcelain, we must have patience, and we must have faith. Sorry, lady, you can't come in here. But I want to... Nobody's allowed near the tank. But my husband is in there. Oh, it's you. I want to see my husband. Well, you can't see him. Exactly. He's inside the whale. Please, officer. Orders are the public isn't allowed. But I'm not the public. I got my orders. I see by your name, Kate. Your name is Officer Delfin. My name is Agatha Portman. And so now we are no longer two disembodied presences. We are definable human beings. Now, uh, what was that? Suppose you had fallen into that tank. Who, me? And been swallowed by that whale. And your wife, tearful, grief-stricken, friendless, uh, alone, wanted to come here. To follow me? Yeah. And some police officer prevented her from entering. Wouldn't it be terrible for your wife? Couldn't be. I'm not married. Please, officer. Oh, what can I do? Just leave me see a pretty face and I fall apart. <laughs> uh, it's a possibility uh, you're not married anymore either. May I go in? You will promise me you won't do anything. Mr. Flensy. Mrs. Postman, what are you doing here? Well, I will ask you the same thing. I am protecting my property. Mr. Flensing, there must be something we can Do? Do? Well, I think you and your husband have done enough. Look at him. Look at Spartacus. He appears so, so ill, so wan, so listless. He looks all right to me. Ah. What? Oh, how weak he sounds. He sounds as strong as ever. Now, we must get Digby out of there. Well, I agree. He is not doing Spartacus any good. Nor is Spartacus doing him any good. Well, I will accept even that. Now. Isn't there some way? Mum, I have spoken to Spartacus. Yes, but what? You think it doesn't mean anything? Whales are intelligent. They communicate. Listen, Spartacus, will you please unswallow Mr. Porcelain? Spartacus! (laughs) You see, he refuses. And if you ask me why, I can only tell you it's for a reason that is rooted deep in this psyche. But a human life is at stake here. Would you agree? Yes. And so, therefore, weighing, measuring, considering it, surely be apparent that since Spartacus will not yield Mr. Porcelain, then Mr. Porcelain should be taken out of Spartacus, whether Spartacus acquiesces or not. You are saying... That we should brutally, barbarously cut Spartacus open and remove Mr. Porcelain? It can be done gently, tenderly, painlessly. Oh, Mrs. Porcelain, I forgive you. Oh, forgive me? For being human. For being all too human. Yes, yes, you, you've loved animals all your life until the coming of a crisis. Now, see here, Mr. Trenger. No, yes. no, please. Please. What, what has it cost you to love animals until now and had nothing? But a love that costs nothing is a love that is is empty, it's sterile, it's useless. You are the president, or the queen, as it were, of the cetaceans. Oh, does that mean nothing to you? I don't see what this has to do with getting dizzy. do you see the heaven-sent opportunity that stands before you? What opportunity? To strike a blow for the Spartacuses of this world. A blow? Yes, tomorrow. Let us gather a a vast multitude. Let us assemble the media. Why? For one of the greatest acts of kindness and charity the world has ever seen. And your name, your fame shall live forever. Why? Because you will make a speech. Oh, yes. Well, I'm willing to do that. good. I shall write for you. You shall say... My husband has been swallowed by a whale. I do not join the arrogant, ignorant, barbaric clamor that says, Destroy this most noble creature of the deep. Instead, I shall join my husband. And with that, you leap into the tank. And with a single gulp, you too are swallowed up by Spartacus. Oh. Now tell me, what do you think of it? What do I think of it? Please, pause. Reflect before you answer. What do you think of it? After all, aren't there wives who long to join their husbands in every hazardous activity? But to join one's spouse in the belly of a whale? Certainly there's room enough for two... And isn't togetherness the best way to strengthen a marriage? We shall pursue this development further in Act Three. Didn't a wife once say, Whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, there I will lodge? Actually, she didn't say that to her husband. She said it to his mother. But the basic idea is still there. And the fact is, when you marry, it's for better or worse. You have to live as one. But how can you live as one in two places? You want me to jump into that tank and let myself be swallowed up by Spartacus? Think of it. You you are crazy. You proclaim for all the world to know that you love the whales. Now prove it. By letting him swallow me? Oh, well, I see. Oh, you are the typical dilettante liberal. Now, see here, Mr. Fleming. I want my husband. Well, I have just suggested a way for you to have him. I warn you. You, you are the typical summer soldier. Oh, I'd better get out of here. Yes, and are you perhaps a bit too frightened to jump into the tank? Here, mm-hmm. yeah, let me help you. I'll just give you a teeny little push. Let yes, go of it. It's for the cause. Yes, yes, yes. go! Do you realize the pump, help. Do realize the pump? Help. Oh, oh <sighs> now, do you see what you've done? You've upset again. There now, there now. Everything is going to be all right, fellow. All hey, right. Hey, 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 what's going on here? Oh, but, uh, he tried to push me oh, into the tank. Oh, officer, remove this woman. She's creating a new scene. But my husband is inside that you. Isn't anyone going to do anything about it? But, Mrs. Poitierin... No more but Mr. Follinley. I am instructing you to get a court order to have Digby freed at once. I've already attempted to secure such an order. What do you mean, attempted? Uh, The court is currently listening to arguments. Arguments from whom? Have you heard of the citations? Heard of them? I'm the president. They are currently leading the so-called Save Spartacus campaign. The Save Spartacus campaign? You've been so busy, what with one thing and another, you haven't heard the news lately. Suppose we switch on the radio. What news are you talking about?
1: And now for the news. Number one, as it's been for the past 48 hours, the Spartacus story. The Save Spartacus campaign has enlisted thousands of allies, friends, partisans. If any harm comes to Spartacus, they vow a march on Washington. Turn it off. Furthermore,
0: we have to do something. What can those judges be thinking about? They are listening to expert testimony. What do you mean by expert? It seems that Spartacus is one whale in a million. Why? I'm not sure. It has to do, I think, with his fins. What do they have to do? They have a reversible interstitial parasoid complex. What is that? And all these university professors and zoologists are having heated arguments about it. But what does this have to do with saving Digby? Well, it could be that Spartacus is the very whale in which an evolutionary move is being made. Evolutionary (gasps) Yes. We think of evolution as a process that has taken place millions of years ago. It seems this isn't true. It isn't? No, it goes on all the time, all around us. Why, you and I, as we sit here talking, we are gradually evolving into something else. What? Well, your guess is as good as mine. It is entirely possible that Spartacus is starting a new evolutionary trend for whales. There are signs that he is actually developing hands. Do you realize what it would mean for a whale to grow hands? I only know my husband is inside the creature's stomach. Oh, no. Oh. We mustn't say stomach. Oh, my goodness. That would mean the whale is already in the process of digesting, Mr. Porcelain. No. Let us hope things have not reached that point just yet. What are we going to do? We shall wait for the decision of the court and hope for the best. It's impossible. It is the ruling of the court. Do you mean nobody's going to do anything about Digby? My dear, Digby's situation falls under the heading of innocent bystander. Isn't there anything we can do? Well, we've already gone to the appellate court. But if it's any consolation, Frenzing has also lost. How? He overreached himself. His defense was that the whale could not be destroyed because he was, obviously, a part of the evolutionary process. The court agreed. Then how did he lose? Because then the court said, if that were true, then the whale could not remain in captivity where there would be no environmental pressure on him to... to... uh, evolute. Therefore, the court decided that Spartacus must be returned to the seas. With Digby still inside? Well, yes. Mr. Farnley, how are we going to get Digby out of there? I don't know. If Spartacus is turned loose into the seas, how will we ever find him? Mrs. Porcelain, this is a problem. And so ends
1: the most at in the continuing story of human beings and animals. Of course, human beings are also animals, which is what makes it so interesting. At any rate, just one hour ago, a special naval vessel towed Spartacus out into the bay and then into the ocean where he was released. Spartacus immediately sounded which means he dove to the bottom and he hasn't been seen since. Oh, poor, and poor Digby. And what
0: and shall happen to you now?
1: well, united. Together until death do them part. In their honor, a program of special music.
0: Oh, Digby. you must be so well. hungry. Nothing to eat but plankton for you, darling. Complete protein. True, you can't be getting much exercise, but you do have a wonderful diet. What? What was that? What's that? Who, who's there? Who is it? What do you mean by breaking into my house? I not only have key, I also have guns. Now, we close the door. And we talk like civilized people. What are you... What are you trying to... You think I am a thief? I do not blame you. My name, my code name is Domino. Tell me your codename. My, my codename? Mm, yes, each one of us. We have codename. I think you are making a mistake. Code name, please. Uh, I'm afraid I, I don't have one. You must have code name, like Domino. Initial D-O-M-I-N-O. Disrupting, obstructing, maintaining international nihilist organization. Domino, you get it? Yes, of course. But. No. You must tell me your code name. I'm trying to tell you I don't have one. Th- then why did you kill Mr. Porcelain? Why did I what? I saw. I was there. I saw you push him into tank. Splash! I didn't push him. I tried to save him. Enough. You are one of us. One of who? Have I not just told you? Oh, you are making a fantastic mistake. I order you to hand over the papers. Papers? What papers? The papers you were instructed to steal from him. But I don't know about any papers. Oh, come, 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 come now. Your husband is United States Secret Service. Oh, no. No? Then what is he? What is he? Yes, what is he? Ah, well, now that you ask, I really don't know. Oh, come, come, come. We have no time for games. I was told one of our agents would assassinate him. Oh, no. I did not know who. It was my assignment to follow him. Then, on platform, above whale, I saw it was you. Therefore, you are one of our agents. A sister agent. But you are making a mistake. Why do you deny, huh? Why? Is it because you think to fool Domino? Why don't we forget? Forget? Mm-hmm, I see. You have maybe decided to defect. <laughs> you will sell information here, huh? I don't have any information. Well, Domino shall not permit you to make mistake. Besides, you will not be happy here. You think so? But you will soon miss the tundra and the steps and the Volga. But I was born here. This is my country. What is it to do here? Huh? Go to discotheque? Eat hamburger? Please. How can I convince you that I am not what you think? Oh, I will save you from yourself. No, don't. Don't point that gun at me. You will give me papers. I don't have any papers. Then I will have to, for your own very good, shoot you. But she doesn't have the papers. Huh? Bigby! Here what? they are. No! Bigby! James, oh, oh, oh. oh. he has a jaw like a
1: cement wall. Oh, let him lie there and cool down. Baby.
0: Oh, you're here. Of
1: course, my darling.
0: But I don't
1: understand. Well, I can't say I blame you. Things happened so fast I could hardly sort them out myself. But you were in the belly of the whale. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, dear. I must correct you. It uh, wasn't a whale.
0: But it was a whale.
1: You see, my dear,
0: the old saying isn't quite right. You know, if it looks like a fish, swims like a fish, and smells like a fish, why, then it has to be a fish and true. But everyone saw Spartacus. Everyone was fooled, including your Mr. Flansing. He brought in what he thought was a whale, and he named it Spartacus. Well, if it it wasn't a whale, what was it? I've got to swear you to secrecy. Spartacus was, uh, is, a monitoring device, cunningly constructed to look like a whale.
1: Oh. It cruises the seas, and gathers information.
0: How do you know? I, uh, <laughs> I built it. Uh, and then
1: when I saw it floating about in that tank, I said to myself, no. better jump in and see if all circuits are go, as it were. Oh! Uh, the main job was to get old Spartacus out to sea and back on the mission again.
0: Then, then it was all a hoax. Mm, I'm afraid so. Everyone was fooled, but everyone is happy. The people who love whales will rejoice in their victory.
1: Tomorrow, I shall be discovered wading ashore at the beach. So the ones who wanted to save me by cutting up Spartacus, they'll be happy. True? Yes. And because I'll be coming back to you, I'll be happy.
0: And because you'll be back will be happy.
1: And everyone will think Spotty Kiss is happy. Uh, what? Oh, what? where am I? Of course, Mr. Domino won't be happy.
0: No, no, please. Let me stay here. Do not send me back. I can be very happy. What you say, Big My true and noble knight. Shall we make it unanimous?
1: All right, Mr. Domino.
0: Let us all be happy. <sighs> they were. Spartacus is cavorting in the deep. Agatha and Digby spend all
1: their hours
0: happily together. Dr. Luther Flenzing is happy among his whales. Seldom do we celebrate a story where there is so much residual joy. However, for a sobering note, I shall check in with you again in just a few minutes. told is quicker than the eye. Therefore, what we swear we see is not necessarily so. After all, mirages are not restricted to the hot, thirsty deserts where the brain has been seared by light and heat. Mirages can take place wherever people may gather. We see what we want to see, what we expect to see, what we are told we see, and then we solemnly nod and tell ourselves that seeing is believing. Our cast included Joan Shea, Leon Janney, Earl Hammond, and William Griffiths. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.